one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Today's episode of the Chaser Report is brought to you by ASMR. Listen as I tap this empty water bottle. Oh, that's some good stuff. Yeah. Listen as I use these scissors. People get fucking millions of dollars to do this. So, like, we'll accept our check in the mail at any time. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report on Wednesday the 10th of November 2021. I'm Dom Knight. Hello, Charles Firth. Dom, I am so angry. Oh no, was it me? What did I do? No, it's not you. It's the bloody... So you know how we got out of lockdown? Yes. And we're supposed to enjoy ourselves. It's great. And we're supposed to go out and have fun. We're supposed to go out and have fun. The, yeah. the world is our oyster. And they said, you know, go to cafes, support the economy, go and have cocktails, support mm. the economy, go and buy bread at last. Yeah. Well, it's What's all, wrong? It's all going to cost more. This, is, this was on the ABC yesterday. That morning coffee is about to cost you more. That's right. Inflation is on the rise, Dom. I wonder and how much it, that sound effect costs. And it's all because everyone's buying everything and then it, it's all pushy, pushing the prices up and everything. Yeah, and I think also those bloody hospitality workers. No one wants to work in these jobs. They're having to give them, I had like $2,000 bonuses to sign on to be a cafe waiter. Yeah, well, I think that's because um, there's actually no one to do the jobs because we used to import 180,000 low-paid workers a year to do all the shit jobs for us, and now all the no overseas students, all yes. the sort of the, all the the Frenchies on working holiday visas. I know. Who, oh, I want come the, back. I want the Povo slaves to come back so my morning coffee doesn't cost up to five percent more, Dom. I mean, Charles, at first, when the government basically said during the pandemic, we're not going to give anything to anyone who is here. Mm. If you're here studying whatever, tough shit, we're not going to give you any money. I thought, good on you, Australia, for sticking up for Aussies. Yeah. You legends. <laughs> That's right. But now we're paying the price because they had to go home. But it's not just coffee, Dom. This is the worst thing. If coffee isn't your thing and you fancy a cocktail, you'll also be asked to pay more. Sacre bleu! The price of cocktails, Dom! First they came for my coffee, I said nothing. <laughs> then they came for my cocktails. Actually, they're already fucking mm. expensive too. So, what, are we going to have to say $30 cocktails? And gourmet sourdough bread. The worst of all, because it involves lots of sort of, you know, labour input costs, they reckon it's going to cost 10% more. That means, you know, you buy a, a loaf of bread for, say, $14. That'll cost $15.40 now. Well, what's Scott Morrison doing about this? Because, look, I don't have a mortgage. I don't expect him to look after property prices, but at least he could fix the fucking cocktail and sourdough prices. What are you doing, Morrison? Look, uh, you know, I, I've always been a ScoMo backer. You know me, Don. I know. I'm you a, love the man. I'm a far-right conservative from way back. You, you know, you only get McDonald's and yeah. Egadine too. But I think this has gone too far. I mean, I, I think it was fine for him to trash the economy, 
trash the environment, lose that $60 billion, not do anything about climate change, be horrible to all those women. So sad, the Sado's a thing yeah, that's but broken a fig this is, this, is, this is his interest rates. You know how, you know, back in the day... Oh, Keating. Yeah. 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 yeah this is it. Like, oh, no. It, there's a solution. There is a great solution. Oh, yeah. Afterpay is moving into hospitality venues. So you can go to uh, <laughs> a pub what? and some venues have signed a deal with Afterpay. You can actually Afterpay your drinks. So you can have a massive bender at these high prices and just pay it off over the next four weeks. What could go wrong? Wait a minute. So Afterpay is the one where it's like lay-by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you sort of... You know, you're being all sensible with your money. And no, it's, for, it's not for like lay-by. Because lay-by, you have to pay it all off before they give you the thing. Yeah. Afterpay gives you instant gratification and debt, and then if you don't make your payments, it costs you quite a lot. Uh, right. So I, I love this. So it's essentially the financial equivalent of a hangover. So you wake yeah. up the next morning, you go, oh, my God, I've got You've a terrible got hangover. I've also got four bills for my fucking bar bill last night. That is, this is just genius. This just makes them exactly the same as any other <laughs> yep. debt provider. And I'm just hoping that we, we take the next step, mm. which is putting afterpay on the pokies. So you just yes. go straight into debt and you have to pay it off. Yeah. Fantastic. What a wonderful world. Coming up on the show, Lachlan Hodson's take a deep dive into some pretty worrying propaganda coming out of the USA on everyone's favourite street. And we'll take a look at the terrifying idea of ugly laws. But first, Rebecca Dana Mino in the Chaser Newsroom. She's going to join us in just a sec. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Freedom of speech advocate Barnaby Joyce has called for former Prime Ministers Rudd and Turnbull to be silenced after they criticised Scott Morrison. The Deputy PM, who will be remembered for impregnating a junior staffer and refusing to resign from politics, claimed that the pair need to learn how to leave politics gracefully. Alleged journalist Peter Van Onselen has announced he has taken the drastic step of suing his defamation lawyer for defamation. This comes after the editor at two news organisations slash university lecturer claims that his lawyer has made him look bad by teaming up with his friends Andrew Lamming and Christian Porter to sue multiple women online over tweets without his permission. You know, like lawyers do. Scott Morrison has begun asking for donations after his PR team suffered a loss of over $60 million last year. The PM said that the outsourced team called News Corp Australia are at a real risk of collapsing and that he is funnelling in as much taxpayer money as possible to keep them afloat. But public donations to the tax-dodging billionaires in charge would be greatly appreciated. I'm Rebecca Dayanamuno from the Chaser News Desk, and you know what? Not to sound sexist or anything, but looking at these headlines, I'm starting to get the feeling that maybe men are just too emotional to have any sort of power. Have we considered if maybe their hormones are getting in the way of thinking clearly? Today's episode of the Chaser Report is brought to you by ASMR. Ew, Lachlan, gross. <laughs> 
So I'm here with Gabby, Lachlan and Alexa. And Lachlan, you've been looking into Sesame Street. What have you been doing? You've been yeah, obsessing old. over Sesame Street all Sorry. morning. Yeah, a bit old. Am I a young intern or am I a bit old for Sesame Street? You guys really got to get your story straight. <laughs> I can't tell how old I am. It's a bit old. It's a bit you're of a Xander thing. Bit old. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, despite how old or young I may or may not be for this show, I have decided to stop watching it. I can't watch it anymore. Mm. It's very entertaining. That's a healthy oh, decision. No. Oh, you guys say it's entertaining, but you guys don't know. What you changed? guys don't know the real truth. It's just filled to the brim with liberal propaganda. Oh, mm. not no. this again. I'm just really, I just can't watch my happy little Sesame Street show mm. without getting flooded with, with pro-vax yes. messages. Disgusting. Oh, yes, because yeah. when I was growing up, it was all about racial diversity and everyone should get along with each other. It was disgusting. Oh, terrible, terrible. So horrible. Now that I am old enough to, to see through the, the thin veil yes. of Finally. children's television. The liberalism. Mm. I, I've decided to stop watching it. And the big news that's actually uh, come through this week is Big Bird, our favourite yellow eight-foot-one friend, mm. has got vaccinated. Uh, he, actually, he tweeted out very what? recently with his, his personal Twitter, I got the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. Disgusting! Before we even get into the vaccination status of Big Bird, though, how is that motherfucker tweeting? He's got fucking feathers! He's how is he tweeting? <laughs> how is he writing a message? He's got, he's like, oh! I can't, you can't. The man's been traction the, with a wing. The man's been in the media industry for fifty years. I think he's got people who can do this kind of thing <laughs> oh, for him. You'd think though that he would have already been vaccinated against bird flu, surely. Well, that's the thing. So the, the tweet actually finishes and it reads: My doctor even said I've been getting vaccines since I was a little bird. I had no idea. Now you know what I call that: dirty fucking propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, unlike Aww. you, I think I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit more pro-vaccine, but I don't like the misinformation in this because, you know, I've personally tried to get my anthropomorphic bird man friend <laughs> to get vaccinated <laughs> yes. and he wasn't eligible they are because he's, he doesn't have an ID. They try to spread all this inclusive <laughs> stuff, but yes. when it comes down to it in the practical terms, it's actually very hard to vaccinate these at-risk mm. non-existent mm. populations. Yeah. When the pandemic first broke, I... Um, I have this uh, doll called Wawa, which I've had since about <laughs> the age of two. I've rushed out to get him vaccinated because I would have thought he'd be like one A, mm. terribly mm. old. Yeah. Yeah. And um, no, the what? doctor laughed at me. And so, and so this is the thing. It's it's misleading to kids because getting vaccines is, is hard, but also completely unnecessary, I'd like to point out. And I'm not the only one who was very <laughs> upset about Big Bird getting the jab, okay? Our mm. good friend of the show, Ted Cruz... Uh, he immediately responded on Twitter and said, government propaganda for your five-year-olds. Shake head, shake head. Mm. Uh, and then when that tweet started blowing up and getting lots of people mad at Ted, he then said, liberals are weird. They don't care about open borders or rising inflation or schools covering up sexual assaults or the disaster of Afghanistan or tyrannical Dems violating medical privacy and freedom, but criticise Big Bird and they lose their shit. So, you know... Ted, hey, hold on, hold I've got on. Ted Cruz on my side. Hold on, inflation is very important to puppets. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I think we need to all cut Big Bird a little bit of slack because nothing makes you want to protect yourself more than being kidnapped, you know? <laughs> he did. He had a rough year, didn't he? Yeah, Big he had a pretty Bird rough was, year this oh, year. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he's, he's come back from getting kidnapped. You know, they've oh, sorted that out. Oh, I'll be quarantined. Yeah. And they've immediately putting him on the drugs. I'm not the, Again, there's more tweets here that read, um, sorry, Alexa, Big Bird is a communist. 
Uh, <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> um, Liz Wheeler wow. said, I'm not going to give my daughter the COVID vax. Sorry, big bird. Another tweet, brainwashing children who are not at risk from COVID. This is twisted. And my favourite one says... I never thought I'd have to tell my niece that Big Bird sold his soul to the CCP and is trying to hurt her, but here we are. Here we are, what? folks. Did he take Sinovac? Did Big Bird get the Chinese back? That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I, what I want to know, though, was Big Bird the only one? Because I think if we're looking at at-risk populations in yeah. Sesame Street, we should be getting Oscar the Grouch, the man who lives in a bin. Oscar uh, the Grouch is a Republican. Actually, Oscar the Grouch is... I'm not. I'm not shitting you here. Oscar the Grouch is canonically anti-vax. What? I was going through what? the tweets. So what Sesame Street's doing at the moment, part of their filthy propaganda, is all of the the monsters are currently tweeting about getting the vax. And even though Oscar did get the vax, he was very upset that it didn't make him extra grumpy. So you know, uh, that's it's. Uh, you do oh, respect Sesame great. Street for having the balance. Yes. Can't believe Dom has a burner account. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dom. Oh, he doesn't uh, deserve it. I totally like agree with all these people because Sesame Street, it's just it's a happy show about monsters and fairies and giant birds and a neighborhood free of crime. I won't let it mislead my kids with vaccine information. <laughs> <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by ASMR. I will now reenact falling down some stairs. Ow. 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 Oh, my God. Why are there so many stairs in this house? Ow. Before we go, you know how you always hear about American states having these weird laws, like, oh, you're not allowed to cross the street after midnight. Oh, yeah, and when you turn 18, you can legally kill a pig in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. Love that one. That sort of stuff. I I think I've found the best one ever. And one of the fascinating things is that they were in a number of states across the US um, until quite recently, and they are known as ugly laws. Ugly laws? Yes. I'm intrigued. So basically in many states of America, it was, until very recently, illegal to be ugly. Okay, but hold on. What's, like, the means of judging this? Like, who's making the decisions? So, say, let's pick up Chicago's ordinance. It read, any person who is an unsightly or disgusting object and is therefore improper to be allowed into the streets, highways, thoroughfares or public places shall therein be... What, exiled? Exiled from public view, it must not expose him or herself to public view under the penalty of a $1 fine for each offence. What? The, hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. The first sentence has a contradiction. It says any yeah. person who is a disgusting object. Yes. This is literally the plot of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, but, uh, but Portland, Oregon had a similar one. New Orleans had one. This is awful. I mean, just, San Francisco, uh, which is, you know, known for its liberty. But, but there's no there's no like definition of what deems ugly? Or well, like, it's un. 
unsightly, unsightly or disgusting. Okay, I wake up in the morning and mm. I consider myself yeah. unsightly or disgusting. So, but, but the really fascinating thing is, guess when the last one was repealed? Guess how late it was. 2018, by Donald Trump fought against it. When did no. Charles leave the country? Yeah. No, See, I thought he was no. going to twist around to me because <laughs> Charles has been finding ways to, to call me ugly since I was 16. That's I really wasn't going to go there. I wasn't going to go there. It was no. only in front of the whole school. No, no, but didn't you leave America <laughs> around 2010? No, this was, it was 1974, the year before I was born, oh. um, with the last ugly laws repealed in Nebraska. And Columbus, Ohio, and Chicago was the last to repeal in, in 1974. I mean, what was the logic <laughs> of these laws? Well, the logic actually went back to England, right? Oh, they've got some Who weird brought laws. it in in 1729. They brought in the first laws against people who had physical disabilities oh. or had disabilities that were acquired later in life and who appeared in public. <laughs> That's horrible. Including limping. You weren't allowed to limp. I mean, to be fair, if they'd kept that law on the statute books, Jimmy Savile would have been stopped a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. So, And I think back in the days when it was thought that, you know, if, if you were ugly, then that must show that you had a bad character. Oh, like that it, God had cursed you in yes. some way. Oh, oh when, yes. the, when, the, when the book could be judged by the cover. I do um, miss those days. They were known as unsightly beggar ordinances, um, also dubbed... Ugly laws. Oh, this is what it, I was trying to work out what the actual point was because yeah. I knew there'd be a subtext, and it was because they didn't like beggars. Poor, yeah, <laughs> they didn't like poor oh, people. It's not that oh. it's not that you're poor and smell. It's that you're ugly. Oh. Yeah. And what a way to kick someone when they're down. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm sure that there are very <laughs> handsome vagrants. It's like the there. ultimate. It's not you. It's me. But it's the opposite. Well, like it's not. It's not me. It's definitely you. We'd love to keep you on the, sleeping outside the the shop, but, but you're, you're just too ugly. ugly. <laughs> But they, Out pro- of town. they probably got rid of the laws because there was a spate of really good-looking beggars and they couldn't use them against <laughs> hot these beggars. laws. Against the hot beggars. It's a great band name. But then there was – imagine also being the people to get rid of the laws. Like imagine being part of that social movement. We want the rights for the ugly people. That would be me. That's the movement I'll lead. <laughs> Sexy beggars, you're welcome <laughs> in our town. I think that's a good – I think we should have signs up around, around uh, our town saying sexy beggars yeah. are allowed to be here. Oh, look, I for one am glad that Charles is doing his bit for this social movement by hiring the ugliest people to work for Chaser. I don't want to appearance shame Charles. Um, I just want to point out that at the age of 16, the pot was calling the kettle ugly. (laughs) Our gears from Rode Microphones were part of the ACAST Creator Network. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love reading them, especially if they're a bit mean. But, I mean, don't call us ugly because we have mirrors. (laughs) Catch you tomorrow. They're all broken.